In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Three in One who comes to us and gives us the power of His Holy Spirit. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we're going to do a little bit of a social experiment this morning, uh, and it's going to be lots of fun. I want everybody who has a mobile device of any kind on their person right now to grab it. I want you to your 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 cell phones, your iPods, your iPads, anybody that brought a laptop, anything. Go ahead and get it. All right. So, um, now, hopefully most of you Yahoo's figured out that you should put this on vibrate. Um, if not, this is a great chance to, to give that a shot. Um, now, everybody who has one, I want you to hold it up. Wow, look around. Look around. How many of us brought a cell phone? Yeah, yeah. Now, um, uh, how many of us have those, if you have it off, hold it up. Good people. Better than me. I, a poor miserable sinner, mine is still on. Um, it's on vibrate, though. It's okay. Um, the rest of you that have it on, uh, hold yours up. All right, all right. We, we're in good company. Yeah, yeah. Um, those of you that have it on, uh, on, on, like, sound, um, hold that up. Um, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Turn, turn it to vibrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? That, that we can't uh, really kind of go any place without these things. Um, and and uh, I'm going to have you do something that's just going to feel so awful. Uh, are you ready? Yeah, keep it out. And I, I want you to take your phone if it's on. And I want you to um, turn it off. Not airplane mode. Mm-mm, not silent. Off. Your phone will shut down, yes. Okay. Takes a little while. My phone's not used to this. <laughs> Going off thing. Wow. Alright, so now all of our, our cell phones are off. Doesn't it feel a little weird? Do you feel maybe even a little bit powerless? I mean, if somebody were to call you right now, you would miss it. Don't turn them back on. You know, and, and uh, it's okay. I'm, I'm not saying that it's bad to uh, bring yourself around to church, uh, especially if you're, you know, tweeting about the sermon or uh, if, if you're texting someone to invite them to church. Um, hopefully you're not checking Facebook. Um, but... It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it does sort of reveal something about this device and how much it means in our lives. And that became very apparent to me just the other day uh, when I was on campus and I asked somebody how they were doing and they told me how they were doing in relation to the charge on their battery. And, and I said, so how are you doing? And they're like, well, you know, it's about 11 o'clock and I'm already at 6%. <laughs> and I went, oh, I'm not really even sure what that means. But 
All right. But we do sort of know what that means, don't we? We know that that means that, that we only have a, a certain amount of time before this thing shuts off, and that means our communication with the world is shut off at that point. That's why it was big news in, in the FSU view uh, just a couple of weeks ago that there's this thing called Go Charge that's showing up in places like Pots and the Painted Lady and Ken's, which are all bars for those of you that are like super sanctified. Um, <laughs> they're showing up and, and they are these uh, charging kiosks that you can pay money for and they charge your phone for you a little bit quickly than, uh, than that, that random outlet that you could find someplace. And it, it's that important that you need to be able to charge your phone while you're having a natty light over at POTS. It's, in fact, even so important, it, it, it goes across socioeconomic status. If you go to the Time Saver in, in Frenchtown, which is a, kind of a scary place to hang out, um, you'll notice that even at the Time Saver in Frenchtown, there is a spot where you can hook up your cell phone. Because it's that important to have a charge on your mobile device. What if we applied that to our lives as Christians? What if we applied what we think about this thing to what we think about our relationship with God and our relationship with our neighbors? Well, that's kind of what was going on with Ezekiel. Ezekiel is uh, this guy who I've, I've said before, very, uh, very interesting prophet, had a whole lot of strange visions, and we're meeting Ezekiel right now after one of those strange visions. And right at the beginning of Ezekiel's book, what happens is Ezekiel gets this vision of heaven, and there's a wheel within a wheel, and things look very strange, and Ezekiel then finally gets to see God coming towards him. And as Ezekiel sees God coming towards him, he knows what the culturally appropriate thing is to do. It's to show that he has no power. And so he lies down flat, prostrate, before his Lord. He lies there because that's what you would do if a king came into your presence. That you would say, your power is so great that it makes me look like I have no power, and so therefore I'm going to fall down flat on my face. And you would wait until that king said to you, rise. And at that point it was as if you were be, being lifted not of your own power, but of the king's power. But something interesting happens to Ezekiel here. It's not the normal way that things happen. What happens with Ezekiel is actually that he gets this rushing Holy Spirit that comes into him and actually, if you look at what the words there say, actually sort of lifts him up and sets him on his feet as he is hearing God speak to him. What is happening there 
is that He is in reality being lifted up by the power of that King who has come to see Him. What's happening is He's getting a charge. He's getting a boost that is happening in His life. That Holy Spirit infusing into Him. And so, how powerful are you feeling today? How much charge do you have left today? You see, it's kind of interesting. When we get into those 6% kind of situations in our lives, we start to do some interesting things with our mobile devices. And I think that we do the same thing with our lives. When we start to feel like we're a little bit powerless, what we start to do is we start to behave in different ways. If you start to notice if you start to notice that your mobile device is at 6%, you start doing things differently. Maybe you don't use all of those apps that you have downloaded on your phone. What you do instead is that you decide that you're going to put it into hibernate mode or sleep mode and just kind of let it be there. And then you also can do something else. You can uh, tether yourself to the wall. You can decide, well, I, I need a charge. And so then you do this thing that you probably haven't seen done in a long, long time, but you actually put your, your cell phone on a wall and plug it in, and all of a sudden you're going back to like 1983 when people didn't have cell phones. And you're connected to the wall when you're talking to people, and it's really strange. And so you you start behaving in these strange and different ways just because you think that you're powerless. You either don't do what you were created to do because you feel like you don't have enough power, or you don't behave in the way that you were created to behave because you don't have enough power. And so in your Christian life, it sort of shows up like this. You decide you're not going to use any of those spiritual gifts that the Holy Spirit has given you. God the Father created you in order to be somebody that is a mobile device for the Trinity. God created you to be His child. And you got broken somewhere along the line there. And all of a sudden, your, your phone couldn't withstand a charge for that much longer. And so you started getting into these, these funny, different ways of behaving. And so you decided, well, I'm just going to save up all of the energy that I have. I need to have that energy so that I continue to have energy for myself. And God looks at you and says, that's not what I created you for. Just like those people that made your iPhone or made your Android phone or whatever you're carrying on you, those people didn't create that phone so that it could be turned off all of the time. 
they created that phone, in fact, so that you could use it all of the time and get hooked on it and then bring it to church and not turn it off. Really? And those people that created that same phone, they didn't create it so that it could be tethered to a wall. They created that phone so that it could be taken off of that wall. What God does is He creates you in such a way that He creates you for good works that He has prepared in advance for you. It's just that you feel a little bit like, I'm not sure I want to do that because you don't feel like you have enough charge. You feel like, I've been given a charge for maybe the next 80 years and I have to conserve that as much as I can, otherwise I'm going to die at like 50. I can't expend myself for somebody else. I can't expend myself for God. And that's exactly what the people of Israel were thinking. That rebellious house that Ezekiel was called to do. What God is doing with Ezekiel is he's saying, go and tell those people that they're acting broken. They're not acting like I created them to act. They need somebody to come and fix them. And sure enough, he sends Jesus Christ into our lives, who fixes us, who can make sure that we can take that charge. And then he sends the Holy Spirit to us, that now that we're fixed, we can be charged up. We can be 100%. And we don't have to worry about behaving in the way that God would have us behave. We've got that charge from the Holy Spirit, and He promises to continue to charge us day after day after day. That every morning when you wake up and you remember your baptism, you remember that you are a baptized child of God. That you're not like the people of Israel, that you are like, the, like Ezekiel. That when He raises you up, sticks His Holy Spirit in you, charges you up, powers you up every morning that you're set on your feet once again to expend that whole charge loving God and loving one another. So, how much charge do you have left? Well, depending on when you woke up today, We'll just go for midnight. You've been around in this day for about 11 hours. A little bit more. That means that you've got about 13 hours, a little bit over 50% of your charge left. How are you going to spend it? Because you know that Tomorrow morning, when you get up, and you remember you're a baptized child of God. He loves you, forgave you on that cross, and gave you His Holy Spirit. That tomorrow you start at 100% again. So how are you spending the rest of your charge today? Amen.